Hello and welcome. I'm Heather. And I'm Joy. And this is Not a Dream. Woo! Mm-mm. You are in Not a Dream. Hey guys. <laughs> I'm so sorry that there was no episode last week. We got very busy. I and was dying. Joy actually was very close to dying. I was, she has a bacterial infection or something, so she's actually dying, people. I, so, no. And it's not, it, I, like, my whole digestive tract is just done. She's not actually dying. I'm but like, dying. She's my not feeling is great. Infected. I don't know if that's a thing. That makes it sound weird. You know what? Here we are. Yeah, she's Welcome. alive, but she's barely Welcome alive. Welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> you got to hear about my colon. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm excited for the story this week. It is so scary to me because there's certain there's it's still true crime. Mm -hmm. It's not in the realm of like paranormal, Mm -hmm. Um, but it scares me because there's certain true crime stories that will scare me more than others because Mm -hmm. it just hits me in a different way or like, I don't know, but it's a situation that like. It could happen to anyone. It's not like a husband killed a wife kind of thing. It's not like a disgruntled business partner. It's not like that. It's like it's similar to just like a woman getting murdered on the street randomly, even though she's just walking to college or something. Yeah. But this one is just worse somehow to me. I'm yeah. just like it's like the the acuteness and like the severity of the moment. You'll see what I'm talking yeah. about. But man, this one freaks me out a lot. So I'm very excited to do it. And I know ready. I said that last week. I'm super pumped. You should be. Because I doubt you've heard of this. Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's not very well known. Okay. And interestingly enough, the first place... Remember how I told you last week that I was like I was trying to remember this story for a while, mm-hmm. but I couldn't quite remember the specifics of it? Yeah. And I didn't even remember where I first heard of it. I was like, I think I heard it on a podcast. It was not. First place I heard of it was on an I Survived episode, actually. What? So there was somebody on this I Survived episode who was like fucking... I, we gotta watch it after this. Okay, it's, it's please, so good. please. So here we go. I'm ready. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I love I Survived. We haven't done this in forever. <laughs> I don't tell the story from the I Survived person's perspective. Oh, shit. Because I didn't rewatch the episode before oh, writing this. Oh, I thought you meant like it wasn't act- like it was. Okay, this is what I pictured for a minute. Oh dear is God, that what? One one person got killed and one person survived, and you're like, I'm doing the person that got oh, killed. Oh no, uh, never mind. What the fuck? No, never mind. Look, oh I'm God, just joy. here. Sometimes my brain kind of works. No, here we go. Okay. Mark Oren Barton was born on April second, nineteen fifty-five, in Stockbridge, Georgia. Does that name sound familiar? A little bit. And okay. that's 10 years before my dad was born. Oh, thank you for letting us know. <laughs> he was raised in South Carolina by an Air Force family. Mm-hmm. He grew up to be a big, big, tall guy. He was six foot four. He oh was kind god. of had this like commanding presence about him. Well, if you're six foot four, oh my god, sorry. I'm trying to picture that height and it just makes me Six four isn't that tall, but it's tall. Okay. It's not insane. Um, So, yeah, he was a tall dude, uh, very, you know, commanding. He graduated from university, um, the University of South Carolina, with a degree in chemistry while he was dealing with an ongoing drug addiction. Oh. So, I'm sorry, chemistry is already hard enough for me to imagine graduating with a degree in that. But, yeah, here he goes. He moved to Atlanta, Georgia after he graduated, and he married a woman named Deborah Spivey. What was her name? Deborah Spivey. 
I love that. It could name. be spivy, I guess. But I like spivy because there's That's a, such a cute just got it's a little S P I V E Y, so I assume it's spivy. Whatever. That's so cute. I like it too. Um, and then he had two children with her. So, yeah. I mean, aside from the drug habit, a pretty normal upbringing and, yeah. you know, beginning to his life, I'd say. Very I'm typical. like so on my edge of like, he, is he the murderer or the one who survives? <laughs> like, I don't know yet. <laughs> um, i The family then moved to Alabama. So they're just all over the southern part of the United States here. Moved to Alabama after Barton's employer relocated him. And I know so much about that growing up. My dad was just relocated everywhere. It was around this time when Barton and Deborah started to have marital trouble. Okay. His performance at work had gotten so bad that he was eventually let go. Oh. On top of this, he was caught sabotaging data of the same company that had fired him. So he was basically a disgruntled employee that went back after he was fired and just, like, stole a bunch of their data and just, like, like walked in, took a sack, took all the data, put it in the sack, and then ran back out. <laughs> you know. Where did he work again? So he worked he at a, like... It, it was kind of all over the place when yeah. I was looking at the different things that he did. But he did a lot of stock trading okay. growing up in different companies. So I just think that he constantly was doing different versions of that at okay. different companies. That makes sense. Um, so he did go to jail for that uh, just for a short amount of time. Jinx is putting his paw <gasps> underneath the door. Oh, I can't try to get a picture in, of this to... Po- oh, Damn it. he's gone. He heard me. He wants in here I tried, so you guys. I tried. Okay. So, um, yeah. So he spent a little bit of time in jail for that. Uh, but somehow, after this, he was still able to find work, which doesn't really explain how or why. But, was you that know. like a McDonald's? <laughs> no, it was the same work. It's just like what? other. Co- I, I guess I don't know if maybe like he's maybe like, I have all this data to like. If you hire me, I'll give it to you. It's it was okay. It's like the early '90s, late '80s. Maybe they just didn't have as an easy way to like check if you were like doing something fucking yeah, horrible at your last employer. I don't know, but hey, he just got another job when he got out of jail. Like no big deal. Uh, <laughs> still, I don't know why I'm so surprised by that. So he got another job, moved back to Georgia, and then here. He met Lee Ann Vandiver, and I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. It could be Vandiver, don't know. But Lee Ann Vandiver, who would soon become his mistress. <gasps> and you know what's interesting about Lee Ann? What? She was his wife's best friend. No. Yes. Why? Why do people do this? Yes. Well, I added the best part to make it dramatic. They were friends. Oh, well. They we could have been best friends, it didn't say. Yeah. I really don't know. They were friends, though, and that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, in 1993, while having dinner with Leanne, Barton told her that he was so in love with her and that he would be free to marry her by October that year. Leanne was also ready to leave her own marriage for him. So it was. They were both married? It was, it was truly a love story for the ages, Joy. Wow, this is just a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. A few weeks later, sure enough, Leanne's sure. pregnant. It, no. Oh, I, was like, <laughs> I thought you were going to guess it correctly. I was waiting. Leanne goes. No. I'm so sorry. It is way worse. She's murdered. A few weeks she later, survives. Deborah and her mother were found bludgeoned to death <gasps> in their home. Remember how he said he'd be free to marry her by October? What? I thought somebody survived. 
framed. So Deborah and her mother were found bludgeoned to death in their home. Poor babies. Uh, Barton was obviously the prime suspect. Did did the mother live with them? Um, I actually don't know for sure. Okay. I don't know if she was just over visiting or just like visiting or. I'm not sure. Huh. Okay. So she was found. uh, Her and her daughter were dead in the home. Barton was the prime suspect, obviously, as it usually is always the husband that's suspected in this kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, however, due to lack of evidence, no charges were ever brought against him, and it took him some time to acquire the insurance settlement from her death because he was a suspect in her murder. He had to go through six hours of intense questioning, and eventually he got that uh, insurance settlement and used it (laughs) to finance his day trading career. Because why not? You know, he's just, he is, the more you read into this guy's life, you see that he is so, he has an addictive personality. So you know how people can easily get addicted to things. So he had a drug habit when he was in college, right? And you see, as he gets older, he becomes addicted to the stock market. He just cannot stop. And it be- so he just took all that money and then just put it in the stocks. Yes, <laughs> which in itself isn't like the worst thing, obviously, but it's yeah. you'll see where it goes. Okay. So yeah, he takes all of that money, puts it into his day trading career, which was mainly high risk internet related stocks of the early nineties, mid nineties, that kind of you know. It's just like Walkmans. Yeah, you know Obviously the internet in the nineties, but like right when Walkmans were like about to go down. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> within a week of Deborah's death, Leanne was spending the night in Barton's home with his kids. He puts it into cassette tapes and VHSs. He's like, I got this. Fuck. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What Carry on. Dick. Okay. <laughs> so Leanne's there. She's spending the night with the kids. Like, I don't know, consoling them probably. Like, I'm sorry, your mom's dead. Your grandma's dead. But here I am, another strange woman in the home to console you. I fucking don't get it. That doesn't make any sense. He ended up marrying her in 1995. So now Leanne and Mark are married. Great. A beautiful, beautiful, beautiful relationship. Perfect. So it was around this time where his long-standing depression and paranoid delusions became worse. So I copied that last sentence from an article, but I specifically did it for a purpose because I... It is the only place where I saw anything ever written about him having a mental illness. Uh Granted, I do think he has something wrong with him, but I don't know if it was paranoid delusions. Uh But I wanted to put that in there because I thought it was interesting. Um, Maybe it's just, I don't know, maybe it is something that was proven and I only saw it on one article or something, but that's just, I'm just writing what I saw. So you be the judge. So his second marriage was not any better than his first. Surprise, surprise. Right. They had numerous problems, and neighbors would gossip about them. Leanne would sometimes pick up and leave the home in a big scene in front of the whole neighborhood. Uh, There was also an incident in... uh, This part was so glazed over, by the way, that I'm just like... I hesitate to even say it, because I'm like... No one seems to give a fuck about this. They're like, oh, by the way, this happened. I'm like, okay... There was an incident in 1994 where Barton's two-and-a-half-year-old daughter told a daycare worker her father had molested her. In the investigation that ensued, Barton was subject to a psychiatric evaluation where it was found that he was, quote, 
certainly capable of homicidal behavior. Wait, so was it his daughter? Yes. Okay. Yeah, his own daughter. His daughter said that he was molesting her. Right. Okay. And that's all they said. They just glazed over it like, oh, no big deal. This happened, by the way. I'm like, all right. Okay, moving on, I guess. Sure. I, that pisses me off. All right. That seems really fucking weird, but I'm just going to. How old was she? Two and a half. That's what I think That's is so what weird. I you said. Yeah, she's super young. A two and a half year old's not just like, ha ah, ha, my uh, dad's molesting me. No, it's okay, like it's they would know if they if that would ha- like no. Oh god, any yeah. kid. Why? Oh my god. All right. Help. Okay. So, so he can be a molester and a homicidal person. Yeah, so he got that psychiatric evaluation, which I assume is one of the first that he's ever gotten in his life. And they just left her with them? Yeah, there there was not enough evidence to, I guess, do anything further. So, a two-year-old. Okay, I'm not mad at you. I mean, as much as I hate to say it, I understand that they would have to have more evidence to convict him of something like that, but... Maybe they did do more and they did a lot of investigation and just could not come up with anything. Mm-hmm. I really don't know because they really, really just glazed over it so fast when I was but reading. What evidence could you have for molestation? Pictures? I don't know. I truly don't know. Like I don't. I don't know how that like works. Hush, hush. I don't know how it works with the whole CPS and things like that. Yeah. It'd be interesting to find out what you need to kind of take the kids away. Um. Anyway, so by 1999, Barton was in deep as a day trader. He lost $105,000 around June in that year in internet trading. He had been trading at Momentum Securities, which was his recent place of employment. Although, like I said, he traded at a lot of different places. I don't really know how the stock market works, but apparently you can trade at like a million different places and like just... I don't know where he was employed when this was going on, if it was at Momentum Securities or if he was just like his own singular trader and then he went to this place to trade. Either way. He had been there most recently at Momentum Securities, and some sources say that his account there had been shut down. He wrote a check for $50,000 to reopen the account, but it bounced. So he was denied trading privileges. Some sources say he had lost upwards of $300,000 in the last year in day trading, which, I don't know, what's that in today's money? It's like 20 years later. A lot. At least like $40 million. Yeah. I was going to say four. (laughs) Yep. Uh, All right. Here we go. So on July 29th of 1999, he went to his former employer's office, Momentum Securities, at around 3 p.m. He chatted briefly with co-workers before suddenly pulling out a 9mm and a 45 caliber handgun in each hand and opening fire. He killed four people, and even though he shot his co-worker, Brad, three times at point-blank range, he survived. Damn. Barton then walked across the street to the Alltech Investment Group building. He walked in and greeted the secretary, who knew him quite well. After briefly chatting about the Dow's recent 200-point drop, Barton said... After he just shot everybody? Mm-hmm. Was he covered in blood? He had to. I would assume that he wouldn't be because they said that he looked completely normal when he walked in. But he shot somebody three times point blank. I, I don't know. Maybe he took off his jacket. Damn. I don't know. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. He goes in there, chats up the 
receptionist like it's no big fucking deal. Mm-hmm. And then he says, quote, I hope this doesn't ruin your trading day before shooting the secretary and her manager five times. Barton then turned to Did enter. Barton then. T- I'm sorry. It's okay. No, it's fine. I'm you'll, stressed. you'll see. I know. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. You'll see, though. I just wasn't expecting this. Yeah. Um, so Barton then turned to enter the trading room floor, leaving the secretary and her manager on the floor. He locked eyes with another employee, Nell Jones, in the next room. He fired at her, barely missing her head. And later, Jones described him as being, quote, very calm and very determined. Four hours after the initial spree, Barton tried to take a young woman hostage in Kennesaw to facilitate his escape. But the hostage herself escaped, thank God, and alerted the police to his location because this guy is fucking stupid. The police gave chase to him in his minivan before he stopped at a gas station in Ackworth. As police carefully approached the van, Barton held both guns up to either side of his head and fired both. And only one gun went off, but it was enough, and his reign of terror ended there. So even though police were running up to the car telling him not to shoot, he just, like, both guns, just fucking, fucking absolute fucking dick. So police later found Barton's wife and two small children bludgeoned to death in their home. (gasps) The children had been found in their beds, covered with blankets and towels, so only their faces showed. Leanne was found in the master bedroom closet, also covered with a blanket. Police also found notes left by Barton. They were placed on top of his dead family members, as well as one in the living room. The letter in the living room read... This is kind of long, but I'm going to read no, all I'm of ready. it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Sorry. I'm like so into this. One. I know. It's it's truly like, and I'm just going to pause for a second and say the I Survived episode was fucking insane. Like it was one of the people that it. was obviously in one of the buildings where he was shooting it up and they were just going through the whole situation of him going up the elevators and like hiding from him in like offices. And I was just like horrified. I cannot imagine. Ugh, a mass shooting is so scary to me. Yeah. Um, okay, so the note he left, it reads, Leanne is in the master bedroom closet under a blanket. I killed her on Tuesday night. I killed Matthew and Michelle Wednesday night. His kids. There may be similarities between these deaths and the death of my first wife, Deborah Spivey. However, I deny killing her and her mother. There is no reason for me to lie now. It just seemed like a quiet way to kill and a relatively painless way to die. There was little pain. All of them were dead in Being less than five minutes. To death? <laughs> Fucking. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. All of them were dead in less than five minutes, so it was yeah. painless. Um, I hit them with the hammer in their sleep and then put them face down in the bathtub to make sure they did not wake up in pain, to make sure they were dead. I'm so sorry. I wish I didn't. Words cannot tell the agony. Why did I? I have been dying since October. Wake up at night so afraid, so terrified that I couldn't be that afraid while awake. It has taken its toll. I have come to hate this life and this system of things. I have come to have no hope. I killed the children to exchange them for five minutes of pain for a lifetime of pain. I forced myself to do it to keep them from suffering so much later. No mother, no father, no relatives. The fears of the father are transferred to the son. It was from my father to me and from me to my son. 
He already had it, and now to be left alone, I had to take him with me. I killed Leanne because she was one of the main reasons for my demise. I know that Jehovah will take care of all of them in the next life. Oh, God. I'm sure the details won't matter. There is no excuse, no good reason I am sure no one will understand. If they could, I wouldn't want them to. I just write these things to say why. Please know that I love Leanne, Matthew, and Michelle with all my heart. If Jehovah's willing, I would like to see them again in the resurrection to have a second chance. I don't plan to live very much longer, just long enough to kill as many people that greedily sought my destruction. Unquote. So that was on the note in the living room. And maybe, isn't October when fucking his wife and died? No, so this is years later. Oh, years this, later. Yeah, this okay. is like 1999. So he's... Never mind. Yeah. Because I was going to say, maybe that's why you can't freaking sleep <laughs> at night is because you killed your wife and her mom. But I, honestly, I kind of don't know why he would say he didn't do it. Like, what the fuck does he have to lose at this point? I don't know. I don't get that. But she's I still think he did like, it. Yeah. I but I'm think- like, what the fuck? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, okay. So, you know how there is notes on each of the bodies? Uh-huh. So, the note on top of Leanne says, I give you my wife, Leanne Vandiver, Burton, Leanne Vandiver Barton. My honey, my precious love, please take care of her. I will love her forever. And then, on top of his son, I give you Matthew David Barton. My son, my buddy, my life, please take care of him. Then, on top of his daughter... I give you Michelle Elizabeth Barton, my daughter, my sweetheart, my life. Please take care of her. So. He's writing these to God? Like, who's he writing these to? Fucking Jehovah, I guess. Like, I don't know who else. Um, so, I know I, I kind of glazed over the, um, the like, actual shooting. Yeah. Because I, I don't really know how to explain it without, like, copying the I Survived episode word for word. Yeah. Because she really is the one that, like, explained what it was like in there. And there was, like, we have to watch it after this. It is incredibly good. It is like watching a thriller movie, but it's real, and it's fucking terrifying. Oh, my God. Like, this guy just pulls out these two guns and is just, like, stampeding through your office building, shooting people and saying, like, like quotes like I hope this doesn't ruin your trading day like it's out of a bad movie and you're like this cannot be real it's like crazy too because like I've, I've even had like creepy stuff happen at my work like one time someone was like coming in and being like do you have change for a hundred and then I think like, I was there that night yeah it was just like <laughs> weird and then she'd like kept like walking by and like checking it out like it seemed like yes I was there that, and that was a really that was a weird night it was weird um yeah but it's just it's bizarre because you think like I work in an office building right now. Who's to say this wouldn't happen one day? No. I mean, we don't work in that high stress of a job, but, like, Jesus Christ, you know? Um, This is a list of all the people that died that day. Oh, no. I had to read their their names. Yeah. So, Leanne Vandiver Barton, she was only 27. What? How old was he? Born in 55, 55, and this happened in 99. Uh, Yeah. Uh, I'm really bad at math. Please don't make me do this. Yeah. Four plus five 40, is nine. Like 40-ish. Yeah. Right? 40-something? 40 44. I don't know. Okay. Sorry yeah. about that. Um, so, yeah. His wife and then Davy Matthew Barton, who was 11. His son. Michelle Elizabeth Barton, who was eight. And then 
the people that were actually in the buildings was Alan. I'm so sorry if I pronounce any of these names wrong. I'm going to try very hard. Alan Charles Tenenbaum, 48, a day trader at Alltech Investment Group. Dean Delawala, 52, a day trader at Alltech. Joseph J. Dessert, 60, who's a day trader at Alltech. Jamshid Havash, 45, day trader at Alltech. Oh, gosh. Vadawadi Murali Dahara, 44, a computer course student at Alltech Investment Group. Edward Quinn, 58, a day trader at Momentum Securities. Kevin Dial, 38, office manager at Momentum Securities. Russell J. Brown, 42, a day trader at Momentum Securities. And Scott A. Webb, 30, a day trader at Momentum Securities. Twelve people. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really sad. So that's pretty much the end of the story. It's a very concise story, I guess I would mm-hmm. say. Cause and it's interesting because it's almost like two stories in one, because you have the murder of his first wife where you're like it's kind of like a like the staircase. Yeah. Where you're like, did he murder his first wife the same way he murdered his second wife? Same thing here. Both his first wife and his second wife are both bludgeoned. So it's yeah. like, what are the consequences? Like, what? Not consequences. I wonder if maybe what, are, his, what is the coincidence? Come on. Maybe like in his head, he was like in such denial about killing his first wife. Maybe. I don't know because it just I mean, make sense. that would make the most sense to me. But it's so like, I don't know the right word for it. The fact that. He was so stressed out about money and his career that he just not only not to say it's not bad, but mm-hmm. not only killed his family, but just was like, I'm going to go kill as many people as I can just for the fucking like the fuck of it. OK. Just... So horrifying to think about, like anybody at any time can do that. Yeah. And I know that the you know school shootings are a huge deal right now, and it's like you just think you know somebody and you don't. Spree shooters in general are just so scary to me because you know they have no rationale. They're just like it's like do or die. They don't care what happens to them. They're just ready to die themselves. So they're like, I don't care. So did the did the front desk lady die? They were seriously wounded, so I would assume that they made a recovery. Otherwise, I'm yeah. sure it would have said that. It would have mentioned that they died later. Yeah. So that's probably why I was confused, because I don't think it specifically said Specified. that they... Yeah. So, yeah. That's crazy. <sighs> still a lot of people that he killed. Yeah. It's a lot of people. That's just insane to think about. Like, it's scary. It's really scary. Like, I just sit, and I kind of, like, space off, and I think about it, and I'm just like, this world is so fucked. You know? People. Some people in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's crazy, like, not trying to be, like, America, but, like, other countries don't have us. Yeah. Like, even how there was, like, the one, where was it? I want to say it was New Zealand? No, Norway. How there was only, like, one or two mass shootings in Norway. And then Mm. when one happened, it was, like, this really big deal. We have, like, them every, like, month. Month, yeah. Like. Yeah. Or there's never mass shootings in Japan or anything like that. It's like, interesting because it's just weird to think about. Like we're so used. I've to I've actually doing never it. looked it up, but are there other countries that 
first of all, what are the other countries where guns are legal? Uh-huh. And in those countries, do they have mass shootings or no? And if they don't, what is the difference between that country and our country? Yeah. What are we doing that's fucking up people so much that they're just like, I need to kill people? I don't get it. I'm I'm not really even for or against guns that much. No. I'm like, I don't really know where I stand on that, but... I don't know enough to know where I stand. I'm just like, I don't... I don't know if it's just the fact that guns are available because what's going on in your head that makes you want to do that? Yeah. There's obviously another part to it, right? Yeah. Like what is causing... What is happening in our society that's making people so angry? I don't it's know. It's true. It's weird. Like, I just... Or in their personal lives with their families or... I don't scary know. scary to think yeah. about. I just... I don't know. I wish that there was, like, an answer because we could, like, obviously prevent so much if we knew the answer. I'm going to be honest and say that I... And I usually don't pick sides for mm-hmm. anything because I don't like being too opinionated about anything, yeah. but I'm going to say that I am in regards to this. I do think that a big contributor to why mass shootings are getting more and more prevalent over the years is because of online communities, because a lot of people that would never have been able to find each other have now found each other. other. That's very And it gives them a lot of support to do things that they would not have gotten otherwise. Yeah. And I think that finding that community of people that agree with you and hate is big. Yeah. That's very true, because before, like, you wouldn't... Even, like, I could Google right now how to kill myself, how to kill other people, where to buy this. Like, I could just find it. There's forums everywhere for people who are just like, I want to fucking kill as many people as possible. Tell me how to do it. Like, and you'll just find it. Like, you never would have seen that in... I mean, you probably would have had to look really fucking hard for it in the 90s or something, is what I'm saying. Or, like, people see how, like, popular it is almost now. Yeah, the media just... Now we know about this guy. This guy's getting all this attention for what he did. Social media. I want attention. Or, like, I could do that. I could be bigger than that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I don't know how to bring Obviously, that's up. not why Mark was doing it. He wasn't doing it for attention. But still. No, no, no. no we're no, just no, throwing this out no. here and going on tangents now. But Mark is tangent. a fucking dick and just a terrible human being. And I, I, I wish that he hadn't killed himself so that he could just sit in jail and fucking live Rot. out his miserable life. Rot in there. I just realized I cut off the last line of his note. What? Which is like the most horrifying line. Well, I just realized. I'm ready. Okay, so the long note that was in the living room. Uh-huh. You know how I thought it ended with, I don't plan to live very much longer, just long enough to kill as many people that greedily sought my destruction. Mm-hmm. There's another line below that that says, you should kill me if you can. <laughs> oh my gosh. It kind of reminds me of like a little bit, not completely, of the weepy voice killer. Oh, God. Yeah, I see what you're I mean. He's like, he's like, you need to stop me. I can't me. stop me. Like, you need to stop me. Like, I'm going to kill myself oh, because God. I can't stop. It's so scary. I'm very but curious. I'm to watch this. I survived. Dude. I was trying to. The reason why I w- didn't watch it again mm-hmm. before writing this is because I could not find it. So I want to, like, sit down and actually find it. Because I remember <laughs> I watched it on YouTube and it was, like, a really shitty like version of it because it was like this to get around copyright the screen was like a fourth of the size of the youtube screen and it had like a logo over it and i was just like sitting in my bed at like 10 p.m like squinting and watching it because it was so fascinating oh god (laughs) that's kind of amazing i've seen that before but like i have to watch it on this like little screen i'm like "Ah." (laughs) 
man. Oh, man. There we go. I don't know how to bring it back up. We need to learn how to bring them back up because my next one's kind of depressing. Oh, okay. My next one might have to do with dead children. I feel like... Wow, two dead children in a row. Oh, boy. Yeah. We need to Shit. bring it up after that. We got this. So... I feel like I've only spooks. ever done one story that wasn't depressing, and that was the... I mean, they're all sad. No. No, I did one specifically that was not sad at all. Do you remember? Yes. The lady who, like, like wanted to murder her husband. <laughs> and they're like, psych, bitch. Psych. That one was so good. <laughs> Man. Maybe I'll have to do a paranormal one next. Just I actually, I want to do a paranormal one because do I haven't it. yet. Please do it. I haven't, right? Wait, no, you have not. Yeah, I didn't think so. I've done quite a few. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so we will get this figured out. But um, let's go with what's a good thing that happened to you this week? Hmm. Oh, I secured my venue and date for my yes, wedding, you did. which has like lifted up a lot of stress for now off of me. So I'm getting married October 31st, 2020. So Halloween next year. I'm so excited. I'm so, so I'm excited. So excited. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so excited. Oh, it's going to be fun. I, my dogs just always cheer me up. They're so cute. I've been feeding Obi cottage cheese. Oh, my God. And I'm going to start giving him. No. <laughs> I might start giving him um, Knox gelatin. It's like an unflavored, unsweetened gelatin uh-huh. that apparently is supposed to help form their ears. I don't know. So I have a corgi. His ears are ears floppy as up. fuck. They're so flopped. Um, sometimes they'll kind of stay up for a second if he's been like laying down and they just. They yeah. Like, are they supposed to be propped up by now? I forgot. Uh, like, uh, like, it can be up to six months, but he's already like. It's How old is normally he? after like. They normally go in between five and sixteen weeks. Okay. Um, he is going to be fourteen weeks on Tuesday, so he's kind of getting. How many there. months is that? Uh, it'll be like about three months. They'll be okay. three months on the twenty eighth. Okay. Okay. So in a few days. I'm sure they'll go up. Is today the twenty eighth? Today is the twenty ninth. I forgot my dog's birthday. <laughs> they Wait, your dog's birthday was yesterday. John's birthday. Oh. My <laughs> so they were three months yesterday. I can't believe okay. I didn't post a picture. Oh, I suck. Oh, well. You're oh, fine. wait. No, I did like a, oh, they're 12 weeks old today or whatever. Yes, you did. 13. Anyways, they are three months now. So Babies. they just need to come up. So um, they're cuties. And I got a video that makes me very happy that I showed you earlier. Because the I one of you being kicked sitting, in the face. Yeah, Isaiah and I, we were on the couch, and he's like starting to lean back. He kicks me in the eye with his toe, <laughs> his toe, and I go, "Ow, you just kicked me in the eye!" And he goes, "No, I didn't. You don't hurt." <laughs> Stop like, saying "ow." I did. Thanks, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, Stop saying ow. It doesn't hurt." And I got a video of it uh, from my dog camera. I automatically <laughs> recorded it because I thought I was barking because I was like, "Ow." Oh my god! I didn't realize that's why they did. That's so good. So, that, so I have uh, video proof, and that makes me feel better. That's good. Um, did okay. I don't think we've talked since I saw Scary Stories Tell in the Dark. Not on here. No. But I saw it. Oh boy. And Heather already knows, but like I liked it. I don't know if I love the plot so much in between. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get what they were trying to do, but the scary scenes were freaking oh, scary. I was like wanting to cry. Oh, it was bad. I was scared. So there's like this pale lady who gives hugs and she creepy as hell. And this gross crawling. The thing. crawling thing. Oh, oh, I can't. Fuck guys. 
Yeah, so the good. creatures in that movie are the perfect. The creatures were really good. The storyline was not perfect. I saw Godzilla too, okay. and I just love the creatures. Like I don't even remember what the movie was about. Yeah, that's I that. I did cool see that one too, were. and it was pretty boring. But I agree. I liked all the monsters. Sometimes okay. you just watch it for the creatures. Look, I like the monsters, <laughs> um, especially because there's a dragon and. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think of one more happy thing. Uh, I don't know. Okay, carry on. Coco turns six months in a couple days. Oh my god! She's so big and lardy. Lardy? She's, she's such a big girl now. <laughs> she's just so heavy now. She's just so big. I've never in my whole life owned a dog this big. We had a golden retriever when I was like five, but I barely remember her. I love big dogs. And she's just so big. This is the first time I've owned a dog so small. <laughs> I've never had a really small dog. I've always really? had labs. I had a lab St. Bernard that was like 120 pounds. Is that Fudge? No. Oh. Fudge was a cute little 65, 75, in and out. Black Lab. Uh, we've, we've always had Black Lab. He had a brother that was 95 pounds. Jeez. Um, and like lean. I don't know. Wow. Um, these guys are probably just above 10 now. So <laughs> here we are. <laughs> wow. I know growing up. We had Scottish Terriers, so that's the size oh. I'm used to. It's pretty much the Corgi size. Yeah. Maybe a little maybe a little bit smaller, but yeah. Yeah, the Corgis normally get about 30 pounds. Okay, yeah, it's a little smaller than that. They're going to be big boys. I have a feeling Obi's going to be a fucking beast. A massive He's going to be massive. If you guys saw his paws, you guys would be like, what the <laughs> hell is that? He looks scary. <laughs> I'm scared. I think he's, he's still my mama's boy. Aww. He loves me. Azula's starting to become a little bit of a daddy's girl. I'm like, get back here. No, don't, don't betray He's me. He's probably because Isaiah never yells at them. Yes! I told him that the other day. I'm like, uh, by the way, you never discipline them, and they probably hate me. Obi still loves me, but Azula's too smart for that. She's like, I know who ain't going to discipline me. Oh, my God. Isaiah sits on the couch, and he's like, no. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that's, that's going to do it. God, Isaiah. Oh, my God. So, Yeah. Um, my story next week is going to be kind of cool because um, it has to do with somebody that we kind of knew um, that was like a family really? friend. Um, do I know about this? Yes, you do know the story, but you don't know who it is because I don't want to ruin it. I know the story? I believe so. You should know the story. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you've heard the story at least once. Okay. Um, and then, so I might ask my mom some questions about it. And That's then cool. That would be really cool. I do want to do another paranormal one because I love them. I don't know why. It's just really fun to do paranormal ones. Honestly, one of these days, I think I'm just going to do Jodi Arias. I'm just, I'm so obsessed with that story because I live so close. It's just, it's just so such a creepy. creepy. story, though. It is a, it's an insane story. I would love for you to And do I'm it. like right do down it. the street. Not, um, not, well, yeah, I was listening to an older, oh wait, never mind, you said it was too dark of a case. I was listening to an older podcast episode of ours, and there was like a case that they said that you, they wanted you to do it, but it was like, a very oh, dark Sylvia Likens? Yeah. So yeah. I feel, I mean, that one is like on the fence one, like I could do it, it would just be extremely dark and depressing, like really dark. <laughs> I could, uh... <clears throat> write a song for after I could write a rap. <laughs> I watched the movie they made based on that story. Uh-huh. Um, it's called The Girl Next Door. And I know that there's also a romantic comedy called The Girl Next Door. It's obviously not that one. Oh, shit. That's the Sylvia Likens? 
I totally did not associate those two together. What, the romantic comedy? No. Oh, oh. One of the girl who is, like, being held hostage yes. under, yes. like, That's and Sylvia. being raped by her brothers. Yes. By mom. her neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. The, all the brothers and, the, like, the parents. The family watching. was all in on it. Great. God, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. my God. So no. I watched the movie on that, and the movie actually put me in a bad mood. Like, I was just in, like, a really down, depressed mood. I wanted mood. to see the movie, but I just don't know if I could handle it, honestly. I'm, I will leave you with that. It depressed me. And I can handle a lot of shit. I really want to watch Hounds of Love and the All oh, Good yeah. Things the yeah. with Ryan Gosling. And mm, that one does look good. I want to watch it. So. Here we are. Um, I So the other day I was having a bad day. Mm-hmm. And I got home and I was like, Isaiah, my friend Jasmine made me dinner because I had a bad day. So I'm going to go eat dinner. <laughs> and he was like, actually, I just ordered a ton of like Chinese food and I downloaded Lego Harry Potter for you. Aww. And I was like, oh, my God, now I feel bad because he never really does nice things That's like that. That's so cute. <laughs> like, okay. So I, I ate dinner really fast and then I went back and I ate Chinese food on top of it. That is adorable. And the Lego Harry Potters are really fucking good. Yeah. Like they're a lot like the books and they're really good and it makes me really happy and the whole time like what 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 and then and then of course I say anytime we play a game together Mm -hmm. he has to do things to piss me off so we're playing the new Mario Odyssey and he plays as a hat and if he just keeps hitting me I won't move because I just keep bouncing off the hat or I'll like be climbing he'll hit me and like hit me off and then I die and I'm like I fucking hate you so like lately he's been doing it with Harry Potter and there's like a flippendo thing where it just Mm -hmm. flips you or there's a immobius one that just makes you freeze up in a bubble so then I don't go anywhere that sounds really fun and then he'll push me off cliffs and then be like we didn't get true wizard and i'm like yeah because we lost our money when you killed me 40 times god anyways oh boy all right here we are so that brought up the mood that's pretty much all i have to say i don't have anything else well we're gonna go watch this i survived episode. yes i have to find it Please you guys should go watch, watch it. it um i don't know what you need to search for for it just like mark barton i survived or i don't even know if they use his name i like office shooting I survived it's probably going to bring it up if you do that but yeah, yeah. Um, I'll put a link to it in the description if I'm able to find it and How about please that? don't forget to leave us five star reviews yeah. no less than four and a half because <laughs> we want to read your reviews which we're going to do oh yeah because we almost forgot and we appreciate you guys doing these reviews because they help us get found and be here, and they make our days. So um, I'm going to have you read the longer one. Um, another podcast actually found us and gave us a review, which made me really happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to read the short one because it makes me happy. Okay. They do you want me to read mine first, or do you want to read yeah. yours? Can I use your phone? My phone's dead. Yep. <laughs> here you go. All right. Just discovered. This is from mhacker1313. How did I not know about this podcast? These chicks are awesome. Great stories and research. Love their attitudes and sense of humor. Definitely subscribe so I do not miss an episode. Keep up the great work, my ladies. My My ladies. ladies. (laughs) My lady. Miranda. Light the Fright podcast. We are going to have to check you out, too. Light the Fright. I know. I like that name. Someone screenshot that, so don't forget. Thank you so much, Miranda. We really, really, really do appreciate it. We enjoy being your miladies. Yes, we will always be your miladies. And this one is from Romifigid. Okay. R-O-M-E-F-G. Um, Joy and Heather bring the scary to podcasts. So good. So, so good. I feel like we could definitely be scarier. 
Oh yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do a really scary one. Oh my god, as Halloween gets closer, we should just call, we should do. <gasps> oh my god. Oh my god, we should do like a whole month of scary ones. Yes, I already decorated. Although I, it's gonna be hard because October is gonna be so fucking busy. <laughs> so y'all think it might be September second? Uh, yesterday was August twenty eighth, and I decorated my entire apartment for Halloween. Oh hey, if you didn't do it now, like you, it's gonna get busier and busier for you. I was gonna wait you. for uh, September first. I actually started putting things out. I fucking love Halloween. Early August, but we're not going to think about that. It was subtle. Now yeah. it's not. I, I think, replaced all my lights with Halloween I think lights. September is very fair to start decorating. I think it's fine. Yeah, I got some shit for August. So what happened is I started putting out, I got these pillows from Fry's that were really cute. One was like, I put a spell on you. Another one was, season of the witch. And then the other one was just a cat on a moon that was a galaxy. And I was pumped about it, and I was waiting for Isaiah to like complain and be like, you decorating. And I was like, oh, you didn't say anything. He's like, oh, I don't care. And I was like, what? Okay. And then I brought out my three buckets of Halloween decorations from my storage unit, and then I decorated. And here we are. I don't have anything for Christmas. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> All right. Sorry, uh, that was my rant. I have a Christmas tree, and that's it. That's we need thing. to get a Christmas tree. Now that we're technically a family. Does he not have a Christmas tree? No. How I wanted to decorate uh, since 2015. Four years. But it, it, come on, it was two guys living here before. They barely had a couch before I moved I'm in. I'm so disappointed. When he gets home, I'm going to give him a really hard time. He should be home any minute. I keep checking my phone, but it's dead. We need to start having uh, Halloween movie nights. and uh, Yes. And um, there is a show for Christmas time. Um, it is called The Tick. There's a cartoon version. Oh, and John there, must be home because Coco's out. There is a Christmas episode. And the Santa keeps multiplying anytime electricity shocks him. <laughs> and it's a big like wave of Santa's, right? And the superhero goes, it's a yuletide! And then he oh, gets like, fucking swept away by Santa. Fucking God. <laughs> and it's like my favorite Christmas thing to watch besides Love Actually. So we're going to have to watch that. So. Oh my God, I love watching Love Actually. Love but you know what else I love watching? What? Oh, fuck. Hold on. Um, the Holiday. I haven't seen the Holiday. Ooh, never seen I the haven't holiday? seen the Home Alone in Forever Eat. Oh my God, Joy. We have the Holiday is very similar to Love Actually in my mind. We have to do it, and um, we need to start with uh, Halloween's too, because yes, I actually have four shot glasses that are Hocus Pocus shot glasses. It's not my favorite Halloween movie, mm-hmm. but it's a classic, so we got to watch yes. it. And we should do a drinking game. Yes, with my Hocus Pocus shot glasses. Every time they say hocus pocus tickets. I also have the Halloween towns. We don't judge people here. <laughs> Can we I've watch Ginger Dead Man and, and fucking yes. terrible ass movies? Yes. All right. I think we need to sign off. Yep. Okay. We're leaving now. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in another week. Y'all are awesome. Y'all make my day. Thank you for letting us rant. And Heather, do you have anything to say? No. All right. Bye.